Hi, this is your host, Radka, and you are listening to Living Abroad, a podcast about an experience so common and constant throughout human history, we often forget how complex and testing it actually is. In each episode of the series, we will present the story of a person who has chosen to leave their home country and live somewhere else. They will give their own perspective on the topic and share the essence of their experiences. In episode number one, we talk to Ron. Coming from Belgium, he has lived in a couple of other countries and visited many more before deciding to relocate to Bulgaria for his retirement. At 63, he is still performing on stage as an independent artist. Ron tells us more about what makes a place a home, Western stereotypes and how important it is to be willing to adapt to the local ways of living. Welcome to lesson one, adaptability. First of all, you can just introduce yourself shortly. Where are you from? Where do you live now? What do you do? My name is Ron. I'm coming from Belgium. I'm, uh, I was in Belgium independent and now in Bulgaria I do nothing. And for how long have you been living abroad? In Bulgaria I live now since uh, 1st of October 2018. But I lived before that. I also lived in Holland and in Portugal. I moved to the Netherlands when I was 22. I stayed there uh, something between four or five years, I don't remember. And the second time was to uh, Portugal, uh, but that was not very long. That was like a half year. Why did you choose to live abroad? For Bulgaria, in fact, uh, two reasons. Uh, one, I was a little bit tired of the fascist government in Belgium. And two, with the, Belgium has the lowest uh, pensions in uh, West of Europe. Very hard to live with that. So I was looking for a country where living was a little bit cheaper. Okay. And how do you think your home country, Belgium and Bulgaria, for example, differ? What's, what's different about them? Oh, a lot of difference. <laughs> What I like in Bulgaria, people are willing to help each other uh, very easily. For example, uh, during the corona, I heard many people didn't have to pay the rent of only half of the rent. In Belgium, that would not be possible. You know, Just pay, and if you can't pay, that's your problem. Landowner doesn't care. And here people take more care of each other. And for everything here, uh, when I had a problem, mostly small problem, uh, I always had people willing to help. Mm. It's a good thing. What don't I like in Bulgaria? The food. <laughs> <laughs> the food in Belgium is better. And Bulgarians are, well, if you know Plovdiv, uh, the word I like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're just relaxed. They don't care very much about. It's like they don't, they all have dreams, but they don't do anything for it. They just live day by day. Okay, that's very well put, I think. And then you said people, food. What is the most important thing about you to make you feel like your home? What? How do you describe home? Is it a place? Is it a feeling? Are the people the most important thing? Uh, I think. Well, for a country, the people are the most important thing. I visited 59 countries in my life. 
And there are a few countries uh, from which I can say I never go back there because I didn't like very much the people. They're not open, they're not social. So for me, if the people are social, uh, that gives me a good feeling. And the place where I live, well, like I said, I adapt very fast. Uh, when I lived, I came here, I put my luggage here. I went with the flat to Metro to buy everything you need in a flat. And next day I felt home. Maybe I'm an exception in this. Uh, I, think, I don't know. I think it's like that for the most people who have lived abroad for a longer period. So what do you look for in a country where you intend to move to? Oh, that's a hard one. I adapt very fast in every country, I think. So I'm not really looking for something. You know, I, I, my whole life was on stage. I sing, I give stand-up comedian shows and uh, I make very easy uh, friends. Okay. So, so uh, I don't like to be alone. I always like to. Sometimes I like to be alone, of course, but mostly I like uh, people around me. And have you picked up any new habits while living abroad or dropped some old ones from when you were back in Belgium? No, I don't think I changed very much. I think I have the same habits. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I, I can't think about anything that uh, that has changed in my habits. Then, what do you think your life would have been like if you have stayed in in Belgium? Oh, uh, boring. Just boring because, uh, like I said, in Belgium with the pension you have, you uh, next year I will be retired, and uh, with the pension you have, yeah, you can stay home, you can eat and breathe, and uh, that's it. <laughs> okay, so you don't think you will ever go back there for for good? No, no, I think uh, I'm. You never know what happens in life, of course, but. Uh, I'm pretty sure I will stay in Bulgaria. Okay, and then you wouldn't move somewhere else. You plan on staying here. Yeah, well, I was planning for a while to move once I was retired to Romania because I have a lot of friends there. But now I'm so... I adapt so good here in Bulgaria that I say, oh, wow, no, I will not go to Romania, I just stay here. Have you learned some Bulgarian? Or No, uh, a few words. You know, just to to say hello, good evening, how are you, things like that. But uh, it's it's quite difficult language. And do you intend to put more effort into it, or English is is good for now? I'm mostly surrounded by young people because of uh, what I do on stage, and uh, young people, most of them really speak uh, good English. So that's maybe why I never learned Bulgarian. Also because I was planning once once I was retired to move to Romania. Said so what's the point to learn Bulgarian? The moment I I can speak it, I leave. So I did. I tried to learn word by word just to help myself a little bit. And you know, once I was in a shop and I needed six pieces of something, and I didn't know the word for six, so I said pet. He had no, <laughs> and they understood. That's a pretty good strategy, I think. Yeah, well, and also I think I become a little bit older. I speak Flemish and uh, French and English, some German, some Russian, and to learn again a new language makes it makes it difficult. And I noticed in other countries like Spain, Italy, Russia, I picked up very fast words, but here in Bulgaria, not. Uh, I don't know why. Is it because I become became too old, or is it maybe because the pronouncing of uh, the Bulgarian words is a little bit difficult for me? I don't know. Okay, and do you think then it's harder to move to a new place when you're older than when you're young? 
it depends what you want. A lot of Belgian people, once they are retired, they move to places like Spain, but they want to to go to a place at the beach, the sun, sit on a terrace, eat an ice cream, drink a cup of coffee. And I'm a little bit different. I, I still go on stage, still sing, still perform. And depends what you People many times ask me, you have seen so many countries, what's the best country to go on holiday? But you never can answer that question because it depends what you're looking for. That's a very good answer. And then... Yeah, if, if, if you go, if you want to see the beach, go to the beach. Some people like to walk in the nature, in the forest, in the mountains. Me, I like to to meet new people. Do you feel homesick sometimes? Do you see other Belgian people? No, never. So you don't kind of find it hard to live far from home? No, no. I don't feel, I even don't see Belgium anymore as my home. It's completely forgotten. It's also, of course, because I have no more family there. Well, I have some family, but, you know, far away family, which I never had really contact with. So it makes it easy. You don't miss it. Of course, you miss some friends and friends, friends come and go. And I guess it's easier to keep in touch with them now than it was some years ago. Of course, now you have Skype, you have Facebook, uh, so you, I stay in contact with uh, a lot of them, but I say I miss them and uh, sometimes you think back, hey, that was a, a good time or uh, I had fun there or this was this or this was that, but to say miss it, no, mostly I don't think about it. You said friends, putting aside your personality and the thing you said that it's easy for you to make friends, would you say that it's easy for, for foreigners here in Bulgaria to make friends in general? <laughs> May I tell you something honest? Yeah, sure. Before before I came to, before I moved to Plovdiv, I was checking it a little bit on, uh, on Google and uh, trying to find some information. And I came in a group and there was a guy, I think he was from uh, Canada, and he wrote, if you ever come to live in Plovdiv, just keep one thing in mind. Whatever they tell you, never believe it. <laughs> I said, that's strange. I thought that guy had maybe had a bad experience and a little bit frustrated. But I found similar messages in other groups and I didn't understand because people were very friendly and very helpful. But now, like after six months, I started to understand. You can make very easily friends in Bulgaria, but you have to accept their their way of living. You must adapt. You cannot accept, expect that the Bulgarians adapt to you. You must adapt to the Bulgarians. I guess this is valid for every other place. Or? Yeah, of course. It's the same when you go to Belgium. You must adapt to the, the Belgian way of living and not try to... not ask them to adapt to you. But like Bulgarians are... I don't know. If a Bulgarian uh, said to you, I will call you tomorrow, that doesn't mean he will call you tomorrow. It even doesn't mean he will call you at all. It just means he say that he will call you. Mm. Okay, it's yeah. Like, it's very hard to... Yeah, but it's like this. And once you get used to it, it's uh, easy making friends, but you may not you may not pick them on, the, on their words. Mm. And then how important is for a person to know exactly why are they going to live abroad and make their research beforehand? As you said, you research Plovdiv a bit and would you recommend that? How, how important is that? I think it's helpful. Okay. 
in, in WhatsApp. The reality, of course, is better than what you read on uh, Facebook or on Google, but it's always helpful before you come that you, you look before I, the moment I start, I decided to, to move. I have several countries in my mind. So I look, first thing I look is what's the price to rent a house or a flat? That gives already an idea about the standard of living. Then you look some pictures. How does the place look like? And then you try to make contact with some people. And, and then finally you make your choice. Did the corona and the virus affect your life here in any way and how? In fact, beginning it was of course a little bit boring. I couldn't sing anymore, I couldn't perform anymore, so you have to look for other things to do when you stay home all the time. But how long did it take? March, April, May, maximum three months. What's three months? Nothing. It's it passed. Mm. And you wouldn't say it was different for you than for the regular Bulgarians? No. I don't think, well, in fact, yes, because I didn't lose any, uh, I didn't have any financial uh, consequences okay. because my, my money was coming from Belgium mm -hmm. every month. So I didn't have any financial problem. My Bulgarians, when they lose their job, social security in Bulgaria is not the same as in Belgium. Mm -hmm. So when people lose their job, yeah, they have problems. But I was surprised in some way, they survive even without money. I think that's typical for the people here. They're kind of used to it. Yeah. I was thinking, how, how, how can you survive? You only have this salary, you have to pay your rent, you have this, you have that. Then you lose your job for two, three months. And you still live like the day before. Yeah, I was surprised. Okay, any other things you would like to share on the topic or just in general? It's good living here. It's, uh, but you have to adapt. If you cannot adapt to a country, then it's pointless to, to live there. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a good conclusion. And Western, uh, West European people very often have the bad habit that they think we are better. They go to another country and they think that the others have to adapt because they are West European. And that, that's the wrong idea. You must adapt to the country. I When I came to Bulgaria, I wanted to live like a Bulgarian. Not like a Belgium in Bulgaria, but like a Bulgarian. Many times when people ask me, where are you from? And I always answer Plovdiv, because I live in Plovdiv. That's interesting. It's a, a little joke, of course, but it's to express, look, I live in Plovdiv, so I am from Plovdiv now. So basically you saw the other side of the coin, like for the people who come to Western Europe from East, and then you're yeah. in the reverse situation. Yeah, I understand now also better the people who came to Belgium, how difficult it uh, had to be for them to adapt. You must find everything. I had help from the first day, for my registration, for my health insurance, to translate my rent contract. I always found out. So I always paid for the help, but they never asked. It was not like, okay, I will help you, but that will cost you this. Oh, they helped me and then I give them something because they spent their time in it. And let's say last question. What do you think is the biggest cliche about living abroad? The biggest cliche? Yeah. The stuff that people are constantly, you know, telling you before you're going, actually. It's hard to answer. I don't, I don't really have an answer on that one. Uh, cliche. Like I said, Western people think they are better people. Mm -hmm. They know better. And they always want the others to adapt to them. And even abroad, they think people should adapt to them. No, it's not. You must adapt to the... You're a guest in the country where you live. And you can become from a guest to a local if you adapt. A 
long as you don't adapt to the country where you live, you're just a guest. Okay, thank you. That was very helpful. I liked it a lot. Thank you for listening to episode one of our podcast. See you next time with more stories. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you.